At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard on VSEN. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into another hour of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson from down, down Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. A big thanks once again to Josh Applebaum for filling in for Mike Pritchard today. Josh with us today and tomorrow on the show. Josh, we, we dive into all sports. It's not just NFL in this brief, truncated version of the NFL offseason. And for what we love about this time of year, everybody is now paying attention to college basketball. You and I have been paying attention since November 8th or whenever, whenever <laughs> opening night actually was the general consensus to kind of catch and get everybody up to speed is that there's about what 10 to 12 teams who have a legitimate chance of winning it all. There's no one dominant squad. And so it almost has felt like the futures market is more irrelevant uh, than ever, at least from the top of the board this season. It's more about some of the long shots that uh, maybe could represent a good chance to make a deep run and, uh, and get yourself into hedging opportunity come March. Yeah, I think you're totally right, Ben. So a couple of thoughts here. Number one, definitely sign up for the VEASAN newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Wake up every morning to great sports betting content. And our guy, Bill D kind of let off the newsletter saying, hey, college basketball officially starts now because, you know, with so much going on, obviously the NFL and all the other sports, you know, a lot of the betting public, their attention was kind of divided between still looking at football and still looking at, you know, the NBA and you have your NHL diehards out there. But now with college basketball, and I can tell you, Ben, in Boston, the weather's getting a little bit better. It's getting a little bit warmer. You're starting to feel that March Madness feel in the air. So a lot of the betting public that maybe didn't, you know, sweat every single game in college leading up to now, now that football's over and they're like, hey, I need the action. You're going to see a big swing in the betting public moving from uh, betting NFL and football in general now to college basketball, especially with March Madness in front of us. So what I really like about the newsletter today, uh, definitely got to sign up here, vcin.com slash newsletter, is that the biggest point from Maddie Humans and Adam Burke and Tim Murray, our colleagues here, Ben, is that it's pretty much wide open. There isn't one single team, you know, like pretty much year in and year out. We see Gonzaga, you know, plus 200 or Baylor uh, for a while. There was always kind of that runner up favorite or like a team like Kansas or Kentucky or, you know, the days with Duke or UNC. You look at the odds right now. It's pretty short. You know, there isn't a, a plus 400 out there, a plus 300 out there. So I think if you're starting to pay attention to college now, you can really make some money in the futures market. So uh, one that we got to talk about, obviously, is, is Houston. Uh, right now, they're plus 600. Ken Palm, what I like to do, Ben, is look at Ken Palm's analytics. He does have Houston as the best team uh, in college basketball here. He has an adjusted uh, efficiency where they're best in college at 30.23. He's got Alabama right behind them, UCLA number three. But at plus 600, is there value? I'm not really sure. I'll throw a couple at you, Ben, that I'm looking at right now. Uh, teams that I don't know if they're going to win it, but can they get deep in the tournament and create a hedging opportunity? St. Mary's, little old St. Mary's here, Ben. They're 30 to 1, but Ken Palm has them as the seventh best team based on the analytics this year. Creighton is also 30 to 1. They're number 10, according to Ken Palm. 
UConn is 22 to one. They're number six. According to Ken Palmatina, there's a couple big men here down low that can really benefit you. But if I'm forced to bet this thing now, number one, I think it's, it is wide open, as our VEASAN colleagues have mentioned. But I'm looking at Kansas, Ben. They're plus 1,300. What I'm banking on with Kansas here, you know, Ken Palm only has them as the eighth best team in the country. But this is a team that won it last year, has the pedigree. Obviously, you have a coach who's been there, done that. And you have a star player, Jalen Wilson, and a, a big swing guy like Grady Dick who's been great this year. So plus 1,300, I think Kansas is a team that uh, you can bank on maybe Elite Eight or higher. I'd be looking at Kansas plus 1,300 right it now. It brings up the big 12 point this year, Josh. I don't I don't remember a conference ever being as deep and as talented as the big 12. <laughs> and it's do you go with the thought of that's going to prepare these top blue blood type teams from the big 12? Maybe they struggle in the regular season, but it sets them up well. Or does everybody, uh, by, by sort of hurting each other and, and having – yeah, the, the infighting, so to speak, and a, a bunch of teams getting banged up throughout the regular season. Will that hurt the conference come March time? I, I tend to lean on the, the former, thinking this is really going to be beneficial for the teams like the Kansases of the world that's to end up making deep runs. Uh, but you, know, you think about how, on the one sense, you like Kansas to make a deep run, yet tonight against an unranked team on the road, <laughs> Oklahoma State, it, look, Oklahoma State probably going to be one of nine Big 12 teams, and you could even make a case Texas Tech were it not for some bad luck and variance early in the conference, they might find themselves in as all 10 teams getting into the Big 12. So it, it's funny to juxtapose Kansas from the future's perspective, yet at the same time, a team that is very much vulnerable in these game-to-game -game, uh, matchups, especially away from uh, Allen Fieldhouse and Lawrence, like they go tonight, uh, Kansas on the road against Oklahoma State, one of your favorite plays of the night. Yeah, so again, I'm contradicting myself a little bit here. Like Kansas, you know, as a futures play tonight, I'm hoping they lose. And if they lose, you're going to get maybe a little bit of a sweetener here on their futures play. Again, OK State to me is really one of the sharpest plays of the day. The fact that we just talked to Will Hill. Everybody's betting Kansas tonight, 80% of bets, but they open minus two. They're down to one and a half. But to your point, Ben, in terms of strength of schedule, like remember Gonzaga, to me, they were a paper tiger. They were a team that feasted on their conference that wasn't very good. And then when it really got down to the nitty gritty and they had to play these really good conferences, they always would seem to come up short here. So I'm with you. I think when you're battle tested in the Big 12 with so many of these ranked teams and uh, what's been an incredible play here, and I think Will Hiller, it might, you might have alluded to it, Ben, but uh, Big 12 home favorites straight up. They're winning like 80% of the time. So obviously, if you are able to play in these pressure cookers every single night, you know, super pressure type situations, you've been, you know, up for, down for, there's been these swings. To me, when you're playing elite competition, that can only benefit you down the stretch versus a team that, uh, you know, feasts on their opponents. And then maybe when it comes to crunch time, they really they don't know what it feels like to really be up against the wall here. But when you're up against the wall every single night in the Big 12, I think that can only benefit you because you're kind of used to that pressure when you get to March Madness. So I'm with you, Ben. I think the Big 12, uh, we could have quite a few teams in the tournament. And because mm -hmm. they've been, you know, playing each other and battling each other, it might create a bylaw opportunity on a Big 12 team that might not have the best record one loss wise. But, you know, if you lose three games by, you know, two points or less, you've been in these spots that can really benefit you when you get to the ultimate crunch time of March Madness. As far as the teams at the top that appear on the surface, Josh, to be potential fades, when you think of how wide open March is potentially going to be, I can't help but look at Purdue. And I realize people look at the recency and say, well, they just got upset at Northwestern over the weekend. But it's a team that has been perennial underachievers in March. Last year, finally got through to the Sweet 16, finally held seed only to lose to St. Peter's, a 15 seed in the Sweet 16. <laughs> it's, it's a team that constantly has the talent, and they have the runaway Naismith Player of the Year in Zach Eady, who is a massive minus-money favorite now, the big 7-4 center in the middle. But Matt, Matt Painter's his coach team for Purdue, they tend to get very, very tight and stagnant on offense. Once they become the hunted in tight games, especially in March, that's a team I would fade along with. Tennessee, who might have the best defense in the country, but you have zero reliable, you have zero reliable, reliable pieces on the offensive end for Tennessee. No, no more exemplified than the game against Missouri, who they were a huge home favorite against this past weekend and uh, and blew a lead late, losing on a buzzer beater at home. So those are the two at the top, Josh. I don't know which two would two or three you would look at as potential fade targets, but Purdue and Tennessee, you're going to have a far, hard time uh, finding me looking to bet those teams to go deep in March Madness. No, I'm with you, Ben. And again, it makes sense with Purdue here. Ken Palm does have, have them ranked as the number four team in the country here. You have some elements here of what can be a, a team that goes deep in the, the March Madness here because Zach Eady, as you mentioned, I feel like every game he gets an inch taller, Ben. The guy is, is massive there. 
down low. But also, um, I think to your point, this is a team that has disappointed in years past. So we've seen them be highly ranked or highly regarded and, you know, bow out kind of early. Obviously, last year you had a guy like Jaden Ivey who was fantastic, but came up short as well. So I'm with you. I, I think the, the kind of the play here to me would be uh, maybe not the low-hanging fruit of a team like Houston or a team uh, like Purdue. Look at these guys, these teams a little bit down the line a little bit where you can get a little bit, a little bit more value. I'm with you kind of fading Tennessee here a little bit questions about their uh, efficiency, both offense, defense. I'll throw this one at you, Ben, uh, Alabama. They've been great this year. You're in the sec. It's not quite the big 12, but that's been a pressure cooker as well. One of the better offenses here. Uh, and then a team like UCLA. I know the PAC 12 historically doesn't do very well in the NCAA tournament, but those are two teams that uh, with great offense here, I know. You know, it's the old adage that defenses win championships, but kind of the way that basketball is played, both college and NBA, if you have a high-powered offense, you can score in these you know situations where you need a jump shot and you can nail it. Those are two teams with really good offenses uh, with Alabama and UCLA where you're getting around 10 to 1, 9 to 1, 13 to 1. Uh, right. That could be worth a look. But what do you think about those two teams, Ben? Look, Alabama, keep keep in mind, people probably did, forgot this matchup even happened because it was in the middle of still college football, bowl season, and NFL season going on. But Alabama, who is one of the fastest tempo teams in the country, they went to the Fertitta Center in Houston, played the dominant, <laughs> arguably top defensive team in the country in Houston, who plays at one of the slowest tempos. And Alabama went in there and they controlled the pace from start to finish, and they beat Houston outright as a pretty healthy underdog on the road. So Nate Oates' team has the they have the credibility and the resume to do it. It's just a matter of when we get to tournament time, a team like Alabama, most people don't view as a traditional blue blood in college basketball. Can they actually win the six games in a row that you have to to get to winning a national championship? They the numbers say everything we have watched so far, Josh. They have the potential to do it. Uh, that and that is certainly a team that is deserving now of the new number one overall ranking in the country, and and also now one of the short shots. Uh, now coming down at a nine to one, at least on the board. That, that's how I look at uh, at Alabama, at least for now. Uh, the you know, interesting how the SEC, Big East, Pac-12, Big Ten, other very solid conferences that pale a little bit in comparison from an overall depth standpoint to the Big 12. But you know, still, Big East is really solid. Four teams in the top 25, Josh, and that's your other play uh, for tonight. What stands out in the in the matchup here with Creighton and Providence? Yeah, so there are two two games here that really jumped out to me when I was doing the morning bets pod this morning and looking overnight lines. One was obviously Oklahoma State, which we've hit on quite a bit. The other one here is Creighton against Providence. I'm I'm taking a shot here with Providence here tonight, Ben. Uh, they're at home against Creighton. We've seen this line dip a little bit toward Providence. It's very similar. If you like OK State, you probably really like Providence. The nuts and bolts of these games are very, very similar here. So same sort of thing. We had Creighton open actually as a minus two and a half point road favorite. They're down to one and a half. And look at the juice there, Ben, on Providence, plus one and a half. Minus 115. I'm seeing a lot of books now get down to one here. So quite a bit of movement uh, toward Providence at home. Ken Palm has Creighton winning by one. So you're kind of within that edge there if you can still find the one and a half. Also, Providence 13-0 at home. They've been great at home this year. Creighton is just 3-4 and four on the road. And also looking at bet splits. Really important to me, looking at, hey, where's the public? Where's the respected money going? This is about a 50-50 bet split down the middle but yet you're getting Providence with 74% of the money. So when I'm looking at bet splits, I'm ideally trying to be less than 50% tickets so I can go contrarian and then more than 50% money because theoretically those are going to be the bigger, sharper wagers here. So I'm loving OK State here uh, and I'm loving this move here toward Providence. If you can find a one and a half, I'll take the one and a half. At this point, if it keeps moving, I'm looking at Providence on the money line tonight. And majority of books have now gone down to Creighton minus one. Somewhat ironically, if you look at Joe Lenardi's ESPN Bracketology, he would have Providence as a seven seed facing off against Oklahoma State, a 10 seed in the first <laughs> round of March Madness. So the, the, the dogs tonight getting a lot of support in the market are still postseason teams that are going to be in the NCAA tournament. It's not like these are, these are the bad, bad teams that might pull off big upsets. When we return, time to dive into the NHL card. We'll do that next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season. For our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe. Josh Applebombri joins us from Boston in for Mike Pritchard today. I'm Ben Wilson from Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Big thanks to Brian Ortega, our producer behind the glass today at Circa. We have Andrew Ingold, our technical director, Mikhail Miranda. We'll be hosting our F1 podcast with uh, Josh starting next month. Excited for that. Uh, Mikhail in the house, as is Andre uh, Pariso, Rob Moreno, Troy Kinch, uh, and uh, Sergio Sanchez as well. Everybody helping out. Uh, do, doing a great job here at Circa. But you are, uh, you are, I know, a daily NHL guy, uh, Josh. We also have a new VEASAN podcast out right now, Danny Burke and uh, Andy McNeil doing daily NHL deep dives. You're covering NHL daily, Josh, on your VEASAN morning daily bets uh, show. And I'm sure partly because your Boston Bruins have been just this elite <laughs> juggernaut. Are they? I mean, it seems like they never lose and are uh, once again fa- you know, favored on the road uh, tonight taking on the Dallas Stars. But it's amazing that while one of the Boston teams, the Celtics, have started to fall off a little bit, Bruins just keep winning. Doesn't seem like there's any sign of a slowdown there with the top team in the East. Yeah, it really doesn't here, Ben, although they are kind of in one of their toughest stretches of the year. I think they've lost four of their last five games. They're on the road here tonight against the Dallas Stars. But uh, this is a play, Ben, when I was waiting and waiting and waiting finally for Massachusetts to go legal with sports betting, which we are finally legal now. We're going to have mobile betting take place uh, less than a month now, around March 10th, I believe, right in time for March Madness. Finally, mobile will get going. But I went to the Encore with my fiance and a couple of a couple of our friends here, Ben. What did I do? I bet a, I, I bet a, I bet a futures bet on the Celtics. Uh, plus 350, and I got a, a futures bet on the Bruins at plus 450. So it's a bit of a homer play here. Obviously, I'm banking on one of the two, or it would be amazing if they both won uh, the championship. Probably unlikely to happen, but with those odds, taking a shot here. But I do like the Bruins here uh, tonight, Ben. They're on the road at Dallas. They opened around minus 120. They got up to around minus 125, minus 130. There's been a little buyback here back down to around, uh, I think, minus 120 across the board. But this is a bit of a tough spot here schedule-wise. I know we just had the All-Star break. But if you look at the Bruins, uh, very rarely have they had losing streaks this year. They just had lost their first game back against the Capitals 2-1 to one after the All-Star break. But if you look at the Bruins, they're just playing their uh, their first game since February, or their, sorry, their second game since February 2nd. If you look at the Dallas Stars, they're playing their fourth game since February 6th. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a rest-first-tired type angle. This is one thing that I look at quite a bit in the NHL. 
Uh, again, I know everyone had their break here, but it's such a grueling sport. It's kind of like like football here, but unlike football, you play once a week. It's more of a violent sport. Hockey, it's really uh, kind of a, a, a kind of taxing sport physically. So if you get one team that's rested, the other team that's played quite a bit, and maybe you get a backup goaltender when you play these back-to-back spots, that's an angle here where, to me, if you're getting the best team in hockey, Ben, who, by the way, the Bruins, if you bet 100 bucks on them every game this year, be up around $1,100. So they've been one of the best money makers all season long. They've been in a tough stretch. I think it's a get-right spot for them tonight. You're getting the best team in hockey here at minus 120. That's a bet that I'll be making tonight. I'm sweating the bees tonight. I, to- I totally understand it when you get a team that's only lost eight times in regulation all season, and we're <laughs> well past the halfway mark. Laying such a short number, it, it is tempting. Looks like it would, would be you would expect Jake Ettinger back in goal, though, for the Dallas Stars, the, the main goaltender. Stars went with Scott Wedgwood over the weekend. So maybe talking about what you, what you were thinking of there, Josh, so many games in a short span for Dallas, maybe wanting to save Ettinger for tonight between the pipes. And, and that's a, a reason why you're likely seeing some of the buyback there after that early move to Boston going up. But great matchup. Number one teams in their respective divisions <laughs> with Dallas hosting Boston for tonight. Another one of the top teams within their division it's the Carolina Hurricanes, who their success has been masked a little bit, but just by how elite Boston has been from start to finish. But the Hurricanes have been a juggernaut this season, leading their division, uh, taking on a Washington Capitals team. You, you look at uh, where, where the Caps are at, it's sort of a, a bizarre stretch for them, right on the edge of the playoff positioning, and Alex Ovechkin out due to personal reasons. Where's the market going on this one? So this one is a, is a, Her- a Carolina Hurricanes play for me here, Ben. You mentioned it. No Ovechkin is going to be out here. He's going to miss the entire week. Something going on with his family. Hope everything's okay with him. But from a just a uh, you know bare bones betting aspect here, you're getting one of the best players in hockey, one of your best offensive players. You know he's chasing down uh, you know the the great one here for most goals all time. Uh, he's, he's now out of the lineup, so you're going to miss Ovechkin. That's a big detriment here toward uh, toward Washington. And you have Carolina with some good line movement here, good steam bend. They opened as low as minus 140. They're now all the way up to minus 165. Uh, again, with no let up here. One system that I do look at is when you are a rested road favorite uh, in a divisional spot. Uh, these teams are 49 and 24, 67% this season. That's an ROI of like 9% overall. You also look at a road favorite sweet spot. So if you're a road favorite uh, between minus 165 and minus 200, or sorry, minus 150 to minus 200, these teams are 61 and 31, 66% this year. Uh, that's a that's a ROI of around 5%. So a couple good systems here. We have Noah Ovechkin for Washington. Uh, the Canes have been a great team to bet on all year. When we're talking about the futures, Ben, obviously Bruins, you know, are the favorite here at plus 450. Carolina is right behind them at plus 650. This is a really good team. It's gotten knocking out the knocking at the door here in the, in the, uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. They bring in Brent Burns. They're well coached. Uh, uh, by uh, by Brindamore. I like this team here to make some noise. Hopefully won't beat my Bruins, but I like them tonight around minus 165. It would make sense. It's a good bounce back spot too. Hurricanes had won seven straight and then I don't know what happened Saturday. They just fell apart in the third period. Artemi Panarin went off for the Rangers as the Hurricanes <laughs> lost that game 6-2. We're tied going to the third to snap the seven game winning streak. Maybe a good bounce back spot for them on the road, but brings up a really interesting Eastern Conference situation where you look at uh, where the Washington Capitals are at. It's the Caps- Penguins, Islanders, and Panthers fighting for the two wildcard spots right now. Two of those four will get in there. The four are separated by only uh, two points right now, Josh. So uh, it's going to be interesting when you look at the uh, the market for the yes-no playoffs uh, to see which of those teams ends up winning out and at least trying to challenge a Bruins or a Hurricanes in a first-round playoff series. But uh, from what you've watched, who, who do you imagine ends up getting those final two spots? We still have right now about uh, 30 games to go, so a lot of time for movement to go on. Yeah, a lot of movement here still, Ben. And also, you're seeing this, the trade market start to pick up here a little bit. You know, we just went through the NBA trade deadline. Hockey's still a little bit away, but uh, a little bit ways away. But you are seeing some of these big-name guys who are on the market being taken out of games. Like, there's a guy, Gavrikov, defenseman here uh, for the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's being held out tonight. Jacob Chikrin is a big defenseman, uh, young stud offensive-minded defenseman uh, for the Coyotes who's been held out here. So does a team like the Bruins make a move for Jacob Chik- uh, Chikrin? Newsflash, can we sign David Pasternak, Don Sweeney? I don't know if you're listening to VEASAN right now, but do not let this kid go to market. Lock up Pasta right now. I'm getting nervous here, Ben. He's a free agent if they don't sign him at the end of the year. But anyway, these teams that you're looking toward, you mentioned the Rangers. 14 to one. They're intriguing to me. You have good goaltending with Shesterkin. You got a pretty deep lineup here, both offensive, defensively, and you just made a move for Vladimir Tarasenko, really stud winger here uh, who played great and uh, won the cup against my bees a couple years ago with St. Louis. So that's a team I could keep an eye out for, you know, the Oilers to me, uh, great offense. But again, is that a team that defensively and goaltending you still have question marks with? 
Uh, other teams like the Devils have been great this year. Not getting a bad number with them, especially. Uh, I want to get uh, Hughes back, though. Jack Hughes has been great. He's banged up a little bit right now. These are the teams I'd be looking at here to make some noise. Uh, on the topic of just mentioning St. Louis, though, Ben, I'm looking to bet against St. Louis here tonight. They're at home against Florida. You've seen a pretty good steam move here on the Florida Panthers. Florida open around minus 120. Florida Panthers are now up to around minus 130. So when I'm betting hockey, Ben, I'm really not looking at percentages. Like I'm a big percentage guy when it comes to heavily bet sports like the NBA or like the NFL, or even you're getting heavily bet spots here in college basketball. But really in hockey, there isn't a lot of value to going contrarian because the public isn't really focusing on the NHL. If you get 80% of bets on one team tonight, it doesn't mean as much as 80% in an NFL game because there isn't as much public betting hockey. So I throw away percentages. I look at systems. I look at line moves. To me, that's what I like about the Panthers tonight. Opening again, minus 120-ish. Now you're up to minus 130. Look at these teams getting non-division steam, two teams from different divisions, steam 10 cents or more. This would match with the Panthers tonight. They're 271 and 169 this year, 62% with a 7% ROI. Also, if you look at road favorites off a win, uh, the Panthers would match that as well. That's 63% this year. So I've been taking a shot on Florida here. St. Louis is a team that you traded away Tarasenko. You trade away Pareko or some of these other guys, Ryan O'Reilly. This would be a team that, again, when you're getting closer to the trade deadline, keep an eye on who's adding. Who's subtracting the blues good team historically, but again, it looks like they could be in sell mode this year. Yeah, tough year for, uh, for Craig Berube got off to a horrible start at right about uh, 500 right now. The, we also have a rematch of last year's Stanley cup final tonight, Colorado avalanche hosting the Tampa Bay lightning and, and the Avs preseason cup favorites. Josh just have not yet found their stride remain in the wild card places right now coming out of the Western conference. Looks like a uh, flip of favorites there in the market. Yeah, you, you mentioned it, Ben, dog-to-fave line move. This is one of my best systems or favorite systems. doesn't matter what the sport is. When you start as a dog and the line flips you to a favorite, that tells me right off the bat that a lot of respected money came in your favor, caused the distinction of who's favored to flip here. So that would match with Tampa Bay. I'm looking toward Tampa Bay here, Ben. Uh, nail on the head. You mentioned it. They open around a plus-110 road dog. Now you flip to around a minus-115, minus-120 road favorite. System matches here would be favorites off a win, uh, rested favorites off a win in a spot here where uh, you have Vasilevsky rested, ready to go. Uh, getting rid of, of of Darcy Kemper here and bringing in Georgiev, uh, Francois, they haven't really been great here. You still are really banged up. Uh, to me, this is a bet against Colorado tonight. I'd be taking the abs, almost like the Bruins, Ben. You're getting the Bruins, the abs, minus 120 tonight. Or sorry, the Tampa Bay Lightning, mm -hmm. minus 120. These are kind of value plays along with line movement in their favor. Going to be uh, yeah, fun matchups tonight on the NHL docket as the trade deadline approaches. There are about 30 games left for most of the teams in the race to the postseason. When we come back, time to go back to the NBA. Nick Whalen, outstanding analyst for Rotowire and Sirius XM NBA host. He will join the show up next. Where does he see the power ratings a spit-out value, at least at the top of each conference. Now, post-trade deadline, we'll get Nick's thoughts on everything association when we come back. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. With Josh Applebaum back with us, filling in for Mike Pritchard today. I'm Ben Wilson from Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. So pleased to welcome in right now Nick Whalen, who I feel like just yesterday was sitting right, ne right next to me in the Circus Sportsbook <laughs> studio. Nick uh, joining us from Wisconsin, uh, my home state. But the Rotowire senior analyst does work for SiriusXM oh, yeah. as well on the NBA and NFL. We were previewing the NFL season, Nick. All of a sudden, here we go. Season's over, and we turn our attention to the uh, NBA. How's the, the betting season been for you this NBA year in what has been a very, very uh, kind of up-and-down, helter-skelter year as far as player personnel movement? Yeah, well, like you said, it's, it's a scary time of year where all of a sudden football just ends abruptly. And, you know, obviously we have the NFL draft coming up, but, yeah, it's a, it's a long road back uh, until August when, when we get some more actual games. Right. Uh, you know, betting the NBA has been tough this year. I think everybody knows it. Uh, you know, the injuries have just been, it's been ridiculous. It really has. And I know this has been a theme really for the last decade in the NBA, the injuries and the load management, but the number of big name players who've gone down and, and you know, some big name players have had, you know, multiple long injury stretches. We're seeing it with, with Steph Curry right now. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant, obviously dealing with the same knee injury that he's had like three times in the last three years. So it's, it's created a lot of opportunity, but 
it's also been frustrating, right? I mean, you look at tonight's like Celtics Bucks game, for example, this should be one of the marquee games of the entire season. I think that's what the NBA was hoping for when they put the schedule together. And all of a sudden now the Bucks are nine point favorites because Boston might be without five of its six best players. Nick, it's great to meet you for the first time, and I'm right there with you. I think the NBA is really the hardest sport to cap right now. To me, a lot of value is much more in college, even the NHL here. We've been talking futures all day. Let's take a step back, Nick. You know, I think it's uh, when you when we're in the, this industry of betting, it's like, who do you like tonight? Give me your pick. But I want to take a step back and ask you, not for your pick tonight, but how do you approach betting the NBA? What are the things you look at? Do you look at matchups, analytics? Do you look at line movement? Um, do you, uh, are you conscious of obviously these injuries here? Do you wait later in the day to make your bets? If there's someone new, you meet at the bar, the book, and they say, I've never bet an NBA game before. What's, what are some important things I should know? What would you say to that person? Yeah, I think you named a few of them. I mean, to be honest, I, I find myself, you know, trying to, to mine value earlier in the day because, you know, especially here at Rotowire, you know, the number one thing we do is track these injuries. We have a pretty good gauge for when a player is trending toward playing or not playing. So Yes, it could be frustrating if it doesn't go your way. That line's going to move later in the day. But there's also some value if you could kind of get in the trends of predicting when a player might sit out or when a player like Kawhi Leonard might be in the lineup. There is value to be had early on. I always tell people as well, you know, when you're looking at season-long trends, when you're looking at numbers, I, I, I want to get as kind of recent of a sample as possible because with all these injuries, especially you have teams that have two, three, four different iterations of the team throughout the season. So if you're looking at like a, a season long sample of the new Orleans Pelicans, for example, that is a completely different team. The first two and a half months of the season than it's been since Zion Williamson is out of the lineup. So, you know, there are a lot of websites out there. Rotowire has plenty of tools. I always find myself on nba.com slash stats. So you can break things down. You can add all these filters, like make sure you're looking at data. That's actually reflective of what's happening in the game. You're trying to bet as opposed to data that doesn't represent the players that will actually be on the court. So that that's kind of one basic point that I always tell people. That is a very good uh, pro tip from uh, from Nick Whalen joining us right now. Give him a follow, by the way, at uh, Whalen. Just substitute the uh, the number one for the letter L. I always think that's the easiest way to explain it, Nick. I feel like I've gotten better <laughs> over the years at truncating your Twitter handle uh, explanation. Uh, <laughs> um, as far it's, as, it's been a long road, man. I, it's I, it's, a long it's road. getting to the point where I might. Have Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for sticking with it. I refuse to change mine from when I was like a freshman in high school. I'm just like, you know, what? I'm, I'm, I don't care. I have two underscores. I don't care that it's clumsy. I'm sticking with it. Uh, if we look at t teams now post trade deadline and maybe some of the more underrated moves that have happened, everybody talking about Phoenix and Dallas. But if we go to the East, mm -hmm. looking at how Boston, Milwaukee and Philadelphia, the three of those teams shape up in the market, mm -hmm. you've Milwaukee who make the Jay Crowder uh, trade and, and they've continued to push for added depth. This morning, Philadelphia adds Dwayne Dedman looking for added depth to coming into the into the front court off of their bench. How do you assess where those two and three teams on the odds board at least match up against Boston if you're looking at this long term in both Milwaukee and Philadelphia? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think Philly is the team that as of right now, you know, you look at their 10 to one to win the finals. You're thinking, OK, there's a little better value there, but they're coached by Doc Rivers, who has had a, a long litany, a decade's worth of, of playoff shortcomings. You could say the same thing about James Harden. So, you know, teams like Milwaukee and, and Philly that, that kind of made these peripheral moves, like, I don't think it really changes the calculus for me. You know, with Philly, it's about, one, can Joel Embiid finally stay healthy through an entire playoffs? And can James Harden finally play in the postseason like he has in the regular season? Like, I, I don't think, you know, bringing in Jalen McDaniels or bringing in Dwayne Dedman is ultimately what, what's going to be the swing piece for the 76ers. It's can their core star players actually perform at that level in the postseason now milwaukee at six to one that's actually one of my true favorite values because i think there is a little bit of recency bias with boston they were the team that of course represented the east in the finals last season i am of the belief of course being here in wisconsin that had chris middleton been healthy for that series the milwaukee bucks would have won they would have advanced to the finals and i don't know if they beat the warriors but i think they would have had a pretty good chance so there's kind of this incumbency bias i feel like with the celtics and look they're deeper than Milwaukee, like basically bringing in someone like Malcolm Brogdon for free to supplement that bench. That was massive for the Celtics, but I still think the Bucks have the best player. I think when Giannis Middleton and Drew Holiday are healthy and Brooke Lopez, you know, kind of is playing like his younger self, that's the team to beat to me in the Eastern conference. And you know, the Jay Crowder piece is nice. I, I think he's become a little overrated. I'd be surprised if he ends up being, you know, a true PJ Tucker, like difference mm -hmm. maker for that team. But as long as they're healthy, Milwaukee's my pick to come out of the East. And, you know, getting that at 6-1 to one right now I think is really good value.
Nick, we just talked the East. Let's go to the West right now. Number one, what's your take on the Suns adding Kevin Durant? Obviously, you had to give up a ton. You have a new owner there, Matt Ishbia, trying to make a splash here. Your starting five has got to be one of the best starting fives in the NBA right now with uh, Durant and Booker and CP3 and Aiton. Uh, right now, they are your favorite to come out of the West, plus 245. Mm-hmm. So your thoughts on the Durant move, but then also, are we sleeping on the Denver Nuggets? This is a team that's been great wire to wire, one of the best records in the NBA. Joke, uh, Jokic has been unbelievable. They're bringing in Thomas Bryan, a big man, Reggie Jackson on the buyout market. Mm-hmm. They're plus 390 here to win the West. So will the Suns get it done? Mm-hmm. And do you think the Nuggets have a shot or is there another team you're looking at out West? So first of all, I mean, I, I agree with the dramatic move uh, in the odds for the Suns. You know, as soon as the Durant trade went down, you know, they became the odds on favorite in the Western Conference. And that's just kind of how the odds work in these situations. I mean, obviously you're losing two really productive, good young players in Cam Johnson and McCall Bridges, but you're bringing in Kevin Durant. And when you have Durant, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, all healthy. And they also bring back TJ Warren, who had some depth. You know, they're, they're going to get Terrence Ross uh, in the buyout market as well. That's huge. Um, like this is the team to beat. I, I think the the big question with the Suns is, can they stay healthy? I mean, they have kind of some of the same issues that we talked about with Philly. I mean, you don't necessarily trust Kevin Durant health-wise at this point in his career. Chris Paul is maybe the most injury-prone superstar, and it feels like those injuries always come to roost in the postseason. So that, to me, is where the liability is with the Suns. I think if you could guarantee me that that core stays healthy through the entire playoffs, I think they're the team that comes out of the West. I think that makes a lot of sense, but... Yeah, there's some value on Denver. I mean, you could get them at almost four to one at DraftKings to, to come out of the West. The the big thing, though, for me coming out of the deadline is not only did Phoenix make the biggest splash bringing in Kevin Durant, I don't really think any other team in the West made a true, you know, title defining move. It's like, if anything, Denver maybe got a little worse. Like they, they basically gave away Bones Highland to the LA Clippers. And yeah, the Clippers brought in three or four guys, but they're all role players. Dallas brought in a star in Kyrie Irving, but we know the caveats there. The Lakers reshuffled their roster, but to me, you know, they, they went from fringe playoff team to maybe the seven or eight seed in the West. So not only did Phoenix get dramatically better bringing in Kevin Durant, but no other team in the West, you know, added a true difference making like this pushes us over the top type of piece. Yeah, it's it's fascinating, too, to think about how a team like Sacramento still is remain Sacramento Memphis still remain in those two, three positions in the West. It's a really interesting matchup tonight with Demonte Sabonis and the Kings taking on the Durantless Phoenix Suns with the Suns being a short home favorite. How do you expect the, the Kings to match up to still a less than a hundred percent Suns team? Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting game to get a read on. Um, you know, obviously we're, we're kind of waiting on the, the real version of the Suns team and until Kevin Durant is back, uh, they're a little shorthanded, right? I mean, you, you just remove McCall Bridges and Cam Johnson from the equation for the time being like that is a big loss in the short term. You know, like you said, we're still seeing the suns as two and a half point favorites. I I don't have a a great read on the spread for this game, but one prop uh, that I was looking into and you know, it's, it's a little bit of a risk here, but you're getting it at plus one thirty over at the DK Sportsbook. Keegan Murray over two and a half threes, the rookie for the Sacramento Kings. He very quietly has started to play a lot more consistently over the last two months. He's gone over this number in 11 of his last 19, he had eight threes in a game earlier this month against the Houston Rockets. And defensively, you know, the Suns are kind of middle of the pack. They're middle of the pack as far as number of three-pointers allowed. Uh, and no Malik Monk tonight for the Sacramento Kings. So I think there's a maybe a little bit of a trickle-down effect for some of those shots making their way to Keegan Murray. I like that. They have really good game tonight, the Kings and, and Suns. I have Demonis Sabonis in a 20-team auction fantasy league, Nick. I get trade offers every Ooh. day, and I'm like, I'm not <laughs> trading him. He's not on the market, all right? <laughs> Don't uh, give him up. Exactly. Uh, Nick Whaler, great to see you again, man. Take care. Thanks for the time. Hey, anytime, guys. Thank you. All right, we have one more segment to go. Time for our Valentine's Day segment. Who are our Valentines? Teams we love in the futures market. We'll discuss next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're back for the final time on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Been great having you, Josh Applebaum, alongside uh, from the East Coast in for Mike Pritchard. We'll be back as well tomorrow with Josh while I know Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher, they had to travel back to their respective home destinations. So uh, it was great to see Michael and uh, Patrick in the flesh this weekend. Uh, but uh, for us, Josh, what is fun about today, with it being Valentine's Day, we have come up with the teams or bets that we love right now. Those can be futures. <laughs> they can be teams or players we are eyeing on. So with that being said, Josh, I know I know there's there's a lot of bets out there that you've loved uh, this Valentine's Day season. But in the NBA specifically, two players catching your eye. Who who are they, at least as of right now, February the 14th? Yeah, a couple of good uh, futures here, opportunities here, Ben. And by the way, Elise, I love you. Happy Valentine's Day, even though Ben, <laughs> she never she never watches any of my shows, so it's okay. No worries. Yeah, She's at work right now. Covering all your bases just in case, yeah. right? Very good. Yeah, just like in it. case on the off chance she picks up on that. But uh, again, should be good uh, good uh, Valentine's Day for everyone. Good luck tonight. Uh, but a couple of ones that I'm looking at, Ben, MVP Nikola Jokic. I've been on the Jokic train for quite a while here. Uh, I got Jokic actually uh, minus 120 at the Encore uh, last Saturday when I was able to get there uh, and place one of my, my uh, futures bets here. I had the Bruins to win the Cup, Celtics to win the NBA championship, and Jokic minus 120. Got him a little bit earlier uh, in the market around plus 120, but now Jokic is all the way to minus 170. So great movement here in favor of the Joker. Yesterday, Ben, he was minus 165. So it's not a huge leap here. But to me, I think there's a little bit of an anti-Jokic sentiment out there just in terms of he's won it two times in a row. Let's give the award to someone else here. Uh, but to me, this is a player that is deserving of the award. Number one, uh, we're looking out for another straw poll here. Remember, Ben, last year when Tim Bontemps put out that straw poll, they uh, asked a lot of the media members in the NBA uh, to say, hey, if you bet right now, I think it was maybe a month before the season ended, who's the MVP? Well, they all voted Joker. There was a huge line move, and then he went from like a slight favorite to like minus 500. So the value is a little bit gone here, but I still think minus 170. If you shop around, maybe you can find the minus 150. Joker is averaging a triple-double. He's on one of the best teams in the NBA. You also look at ESPN Hollinger, his player efficiency rankings. Joker is by far the best defense efficiency player in the NBA. So I think as a voter, it's your uh, duty here to not just uh, put your bias in front of it, but really, really be honest with the award. Who is the most valuable player to their team? It's not always the best player. Like Ben, Mike Trout can win the MVP, but if the Angels are always in last place, does it really matter here? To me, Joker is by far and away your best player in the NBA. I love this futures bet. I'm on the Joker. And then also Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Here's another one here. Most improved player. I love betting these awards. I love looking at the uh, bets and dollars. 
coming from different sports books. BetMGM does a great job giving us this data. But right now you have Gildas Alexander plus 115. You have Laurie Markkinen plus 120. Then no one else is close. It's Jalen Brunson, like plus 800. I was recording uh, with DraftKings, the JJ Redick pod yesterday, and I threw this at JJ Redick, and he said, if you look at just uh, kind of the award and what it's meant to be, it's kind of the guy who makes the biggest leap, uh, which would be technically Markkinen here, going from like 15 points a game to now like 25. But the way they vote on this award, Ben, it's oftentimes like the, the the star that becomes more of a star. Like last year, John Morant won it. We already knew John Morant was a great player, but he upped his points per game. He played even better. He got the award. So uh, to me, this is a play that's going to be on Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He's averaging 30 points a game. Hollinger's got him the number six efficiency player in the NBA. Markkinen's number 20. I love Markkinen. Helped me get a win on the Jazz last night. Uh, on the money line, but I'm going Gilgis Alexander, some plus money, plus 115. I think that becomes a minus number pretty soon. Ben, who like, do you love? I, well, I also like the little, little humble brag there. Oh, yeah. You know, I was talking to JJ Reddick oh, yeah. yesterday. And no I big just, deal, I, Ben. I just yeah. figured I'd ask. I got friends in high places, you know? I, you know. <laughs> You got your, the DraftKings contacts over there on the East Coast. No, those are those are very – and, like, the market has moved in the direction of both of those players. Uh, we'll see what happens once the straw poll comes out again uh, this year, especially considering how the market went crazy, especially in the direction of Nikola Jokic uh, last season. In the NBA, who do I love? Look, are they my hometown team? Yes. Do I believe that the Milwaukee Bucks should be favored to win the Eastern Conference? I do. They have the best – trio of players when healthy in their starting rotation and Giannis Antetokounmpo, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton. Uh, my NBA Valentine will be the Milwaukee Bucks. You see like all those hearts. So those barely represent even just the tip of the iceberg of my, my love in the futures market towards the Milwaukee Bucks. Now that Chris Middleton has started to get more action and get healthier, it's a Milwaukee team that has ratcheted up their offensive efficiency. They've gone from 21st in offensive rating to now 14th over the last 15 days, uh, that's been the small sample size for the Bucks, but it, it's more of a sign of things to come. When you think about how with Holiday, Antetokounmpo, and Middleton on the floor, the spacing that provides you, you have Giannis able to attack from any angle on the court. Holiday, a very good three-point shooter and also an excellent distributor who can weave his way in and out of the paint. And then with Chris Middleton returning, you have an additional sharpshooting three-point edge from beyond the perimeter who forces defenses to stay honest and are unable to to really crash and narrow the passing lanes and traffic areas in the paint for drivers like Giannis. It's a great situation where the Bucs are, are able to peak at the right time. They've won 10 straight games and are, are still building up. And when you look at the numbers, that's what it suggests, that the Bucs still have a ways to go and, and are not yet to their ultimate peak. So I would I power rate them as a better team right now than Boston or Philadelphia, yet they're not getting that same respect in the betting market. Now you call me a homer, Josh, say whatever you want. The Milwaukee Bucks, you can find them at 6-1 to one to win it all. They will be one of the final two in the East. and at the, at the very least, you're getting an excellent number on a team that figures to be in the final four and likely has a really good chance of coming up against that Western Conference champion in the NBA Finals. No, I love it, Ben. And again, you're not being a homer here. I think, obviously, it's it's the connection of being from Wisconsin and their Wisconsin team. They're the team you're rooting for. But again, this isn't a play, uh, from your opinion, based on your bias and favoritism. The data, the data is behind you here. This is a team that is a bit undervalued in the futures market. We've been talking about them quite a bit today. They have the pedigree. They've been there, done that. If Middleton stays healthy, uh, that's going to be the X factor to me moving forward. So again, I'm looking for a Western or an Eastern Conference final here, Ben. Celtics, Bucks, that would be a fantastic play uh, to see who, who will play in the finals. Maybe the Nuggets maybe the Suns. But that's going to be a very grueling series. If that's a, a, you know, a five and a half, six and a half over under series, I would take the over. That's going to be a seven game <laughs> yeah. matchup. That's what it feels like. And I have to give a, a shout out to our technical director, Andrew Ringgold, who's a fellow Wisconsinite like me, used to work at Bev's Floral in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Great, uh, great local <laughs> business there. Andrew used, used to do the hard work. And also Brian Ortega, our producer, who hosts the Concierge Confidential podcast, apparently, I've been told, can set a rose petal configuration on a Las Vegas hotel bedroom in 10 minutes. It's very impressive when you think about it. That's not, not an easy thing to do. Uh, my second Valentine, I'll go quickly here, but look, Florida Atlantic, the Owls are a very underrated team coming out of them as, as a mid-major out of Conference USA. If you are Purdue or Tennessee and you draw Florida Atlantic, who will either be on that 8, 9, or 10 seed line, yeah, get, get the size and the odds out right now. Because Florida Atlantic, people are about to know all about the Owls come March time. A team that's top 40 in offensive efficiency, shoot the lights out from three, a, a really good three-point shooting team that's top 50 in the country, and they take a bunch of threes as well. That's the exact type of team that can give a, a vulnerable one or two seed that struggles to score a lot of challenges. 
And that's, that's a team I will be looking to bet on as we get to the NCAA tournament. So my second Valentine is FAU. Uh, Josh, how about your final Valentine's? You're going on to the NFL side for Futures plays. Yeah, just wrapping up the show here, Ben, a couple of them to throw at you. Number one, we talked about this, the Futures market NFL draft. I love betting the NFL draft. I think, again, there are some reasons to wait. There are some reasons maybe to bet these things right now. So I'll take Bryce, Bryce Young, first quarterback selected here. Uh, he's first overall, minus 130, but I'm paying a little more juice, minus 175. Uh, you can shop around. You might find a better number here, but to be the first quarterback selected, that way you protect yourself if the Bears can't find a trade partner. And maybe, you know, Bryce Young goes, you know, number two or number three overall. He'll still be the first quarterback selected. Uh, also, Quentin Johnston, love him at plus 145 here uh, to be the uh, first wide receiver selected. And Ben, it's been a great show with you, my man, but I got one more question for you because you're a Wisconsin guy. <laughs> okay. I've been staring at Michigan at Wisconsin tonight, a, a nine o'clock game, primetime showdown. We have Wisconsin as a very short one-point home favorite, one-and-a-half-point home favorite. I'm leading Wisconsin here on the money line. We have seen uh, these favorites here in, uh, in the, the conference do very well straight up, like 77%. Ken Palm's got them by one. Mr. Wisconsin, will your Badgers get it done for me tonight? Uh, I will say this. The, the game will it will set the game back of basketball about 35 years <laughs> when you watch it. It is so ugly trying to watch a Wisconsin game. Pretty much a must-win, though, for Wisconsin. They're on the bubble. First four out right now in Lenardi's bracketology. I would lean yes, would think the short money line price gets it done against a down Michigan team. But you're asking for trouble uh, tying up your money <laughs> with two very bad, ugly teams. If anything, look to that, that total under the 131.5, Josh. Great job today, Ben. Hey, you want to do it again tomorrow? I tell you, let's do it. We'll, uh, we'll run it back tomorrow on the Wednesday show. Great to be with Josh Applebaum. Check out his uh, VEASAN Morning Daily Bets podcast out every single morning. As soon as you wake up, no matter where you're at uh, in the country, we will have Josh back on the show tomorrow. Thanks to Brian Ortega, our producer, as I'm Ben Wilson, saying so long for all of us at the Lombardi Line. Up next on VEASAN, it is Big Bets. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw take it away after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.